your notes on family? No. I don't have any notes on family. I am um, supposed to be going out to dinner for Tiara's birthday. Mm-hmm. And she's currently... In Tampa. Right. And I don't know if she's on her way. Where are you guys going to go? Just going out back. It's not really out. Clean dishes, courtesy of Joseph O'Lear Jr. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. What time does he go to work? Five o'clock. Oh, yeah, we'll be mm-hmm. there. We'll be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ready? Mm-hmm. Welcome to season three, episode one of the Strongly Worded Podcast. Woo-hoo! Yeah, I am Sue O'Lear. And I am Johnny Hampton. And we are coming at you on a Sunday afternoon from our cozy dining room studio, just me and Johnny. <laughs> Don't turn it off. <laughs> but listen, as of Friday, we were at over 2,000 downloads. Hey, that's good. 2,000 downloads of our little show. The little engine. That, that could. could. <laughs> <laughs> In season three, we are going to examine the topic of family. Yes. We both have one. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Um, you know, but there's the family you're born into, the family you create, the one you come from, the one you go to. They're, they're your friends that are family. Um, there's there's ancestors. Yeah. There's. I, I have a, a saying for family that I always use. I say, um, Family is bond, not blood. Relationship, not relation. That's how I look at family. Well, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be coming to you with season four <laughs> shortly. Well, and and certainly uh, a topic that I think you and I will both have a lot uh, of insight to share. I mean, our last year year and a half now, I guess, for the both of us, our families have gone through a lot. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we've lost uh, two people who were important, both of our dads, and when that happens, uh, family bonds can change. Dynamic uh, shifts. Yeah, dynamic shifts, and, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most I can say about that right now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, things change when important people pass away, mm-hmm. and you realize just how important they were in keeping certain parts of the family together. Joe and I watch a show called Mayans. Do you watch Mayans? No, is that Mayans? The, is that is that what is it? It's the Sons of Anarchy. Oh yes, yes, yes. Splinter off. Oh, mm-hmm. And uh, in the show, one of the characters lost his mother. Mm-hmm. And he said something about how it's not until they're gone that you see these little things that they left behind that become extraordinary, like a grocery list written on a scrap of paper. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's been five months since I lost my dad. And really, in the last few weeks, we've, we've taken an extended break and... One of the reasons why we took a break is I took a big step back in my grieving. Like, I needed some time. Yeah. Well, that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about you. We were still on lockdown when you were going through that. I got lucky in that regard, though. Um, I, 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 sometimes I feel like the universe, you know, for me, I always say, God, sit you down. And I probably needed to sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes things happen and you just keep going and going and going and going and you don't take time to process and it's going to hit you sooner or later mm-hmm. 
right? You can't stop it. Um, can't you can delay it, but you can't stop it. Mm-hmm. And for me, I got to sit home for a month, uh, a month and a half, because I was working from home during right. that time, like mid March. And then I got furloughed in April of 2020, and my dad had not even been gone two months. Mm-hmm. And so you get to process that because you're home, mm-hmm. nothing to do, watch CNN. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure your son does his virtual work. Yeah, but everybody needs that. And like I posted this meme the other day, like you know, grief like comes in like waves, right? Mm-hmm. And it's true, it's very true. Um, and I would like to tell you, it gets a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't get better. You just learn to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, for me, my dad died on. Uh, Saturday night, November 14th, and I was back to work on Tuesday. I was back in the gym on Saturday. When I was back to work on Tuesday, a transfer and a promotion was in the works that was really probably not going to happen until January 1st, but I went back and talked to my bosses and said, can we do this now? You know, so I did. I orchestrated that that busy because I wasn't... You probably needed it. I needed it. I needed some time before I so my I think my dad died on a Friday morning early you know middle of the night mm-hmm. should I say and I coached the game that night mm-hmm. I coached three games the next day um mm-hmm. yeah so you want to keep going because you think it keeps your mind on it but it doesn't it doesn't take your mind off it at all it really doesn't <laughs> no it doesn't it doesn't yeah and, and I, I'm over now. I'm see. We're in April. We're 14 months, mm-hmm. and um, the last couple of weeks I've been doing some things that I know he would have been proud of, and you know, kind of wish he was here to see. And that brings a certain sadness. It does. Um, it does. So. And I try to never say to you, "Oh, he can see you," because that doesn't help. It doesn't I'm, help when I hear it. Uh, I get it. I get what. I, I get it. Yeah, I mean. But it's not the same. <laughs> nah. It's not the same. It's not the same. But, um, yeah, it's not the same. You know, I, I like to believe he's, he's seeing everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I know he's proud of me and, and Anthony. I know he's proud of us all um, because he had things in mind for all of us. And. Is working out like he thought it would, which is good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's working out like he thought it would. Yeah. My mom came into the gym yesterday to see Carolyn's game, and uh, look for just a second it got me. Yeah, I mean, I was very happy to see her. Um, um, yeah, I was happy to see her, and she was like, <laughs> "I'm happy to be seen." <laughs> 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 that sounds just like her. <laughs> and, but um, it, she had to feel it too for a second walking in there without dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my mom asked me once, you know, how it is coaching in the league. Because, you know, I coached my dad all those years. You know, like, don't you feel sad when you walk in? I said, yeah, every Saturday. Every Saturday. <laughs> yep. I feel it every, every time I go in there. Yep. You know, every time I'm coaching or every time I watch Anthony play, of course. Like, how could I not? Like, it, that's not going to change. Nope. No, it's not going to change. And it's funny because you posted that picture, and that's how I view mm-hmm. That's how I view him. Yep. You Sitting know? on a bleacher. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he was always so kind to me personally. I, I didn't know him well, but he knew we coached his grandson, and he would always have a kind word to say, yeah. good game, and all this kind of stuff. And that's what I remember. He absolutely loved people. Yeah, so that he loved loved people. I, you know, that's what I remember about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just him coming to the games. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was happy she was there though. Me too. Me too. So, um, so my family, my immediate family, is comprised of my husband and I, and our two kids, and our bonus kid that lives here with us. And my family is my wife and I, and our two kids, and our cat Jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Jumpy's had a rough go lately. I'm glad Jumpy's feeling better. Yeah, he's feeling better. He's feeling better. I, I didn't know you. I didn't know. I didn't know for a while. <laughs> I know. It felt a little touch and go. For it was. There. It was. But they found a problem, and uh, he's gonna be all right. He's gonna be fine. Yep. And I have three brothers, and you're an only. I'm an only child. Yeah, I'm an only child. It's my brother calling right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm busy. I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah, I'm an only child. My mm-hmm. parents had me when they were young. And my dad used to always say by the time they were ready to have another kid, you know, just financially, you know, being more responsible about it, mm-hmm. that I was too old. And they felt like, you know. I wonder what age that was. I don't know. I don't know. I, I never really asked them. Mm-hmm. But they were so young, it could have been 10. Like, mm-hmm. at, at, when I was 10, they were only 28. Yeah. You know what I mean? My youngest brother is nine years older than me. Yeah, but, you know, and I don't know if they had ever seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. To think to themselves, you know, we could do it. Mm-hmm. Like, Tiara and Anthony are about 10 years, nine, mm-hmm. 10 years apart. We did that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't intentional, but we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't mind it. So. I think that... There's something to be said for. I mean, there are five years between Joseph and Carolyn, and it was good to just have all that time with Joseph first. Yeah. And then they're not really ever in competition for things or whatever, though. Sometimes they have vocalized wishing that they had more than one year where they were at the same school. When Mm. Carolyn was in kindergarten and Joseph was in fifth grade, that's the only time they went to the same school. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, and Anthony and Tiara will never never have that. Mm -mm. Um, Wow. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, because no more chances now. Nope. <laughs> Kitchen's closed. Yeah, he's he's out of here. Mm-hmm. He's I mean out of out of regular school at right. least. Right. Yeah. 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 So this season we're going to talk about a few different things. I mean, we would like to have our families on the show. Yeah, I can't I can't wait for that. It ought to be revealing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know you'll get stuff from my wife and you'll get stuff from Tiara. Anthony does not like to talk. (laughs) We'll see. We might have an episode of yes, no. (laughs) You put him and Carolyn on together. That might get him talking. Mm -hmm. That might get him talking. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and and I hope that Gio wants to sit down and talk with us about some things too. That would be interesting. If it's his his story is his to share, but yeah. if he wants to, if he finds some uh, benefit in that, I would love for him to share it with us. Yeah, I, I would I would like to hear that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then some we have some other guests that we've been talking about. I have a a, a friend from <laughs> from Flint, um, 
and she is a pretty amazing woman. We did theater together. She's got a beautiful singing voice, very soulful. And she um, is a very successful entrepreneur. And we'll talk about that briefly. But she, um, one of the many reasons I thought it would be fun to have her as a guest on the show is she and her sister took a trip um, to kind of investigate the heritage of her father around the time of what would have been his 100th birthday. Mm. And she's just got a very... Uh, I think interesting family story. I've always wanted to do that, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't trust like Ancestry dot com. Mm. Like, am I gonna get my money's worth? Like, I have a another somebody that I've known for a long time, and we're not close at all. Um, the sort of Trump and Kavanaugh put us on opposing sides of some things, mm. and and we didn't disconnect, but we don't connect the way we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but she took her hobby, her sort of interest in genealogy, is that the right word? Genealogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and has turned it into a business for herself and has made some really amazing discoveries. Really? For families, including her own family members, but others too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that. I would like to see, you know, where my family comes from, you know, mm-hmm. if they were slaves, where they were slaves, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Because a lot of people do that. I just. I have a hard time trusting those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. But if I were to ever do it, I would want someone like this girl on the hunt for me. But, you know, I know I know where my father's family originates. And so I went there. Mm-hmm. And I heard that my last name is not actually Greek. It's Italian. They think it's Italian. Really? So the, the so, island that my family's from went back and forth in ownership. So you got Greece and Italy. You, see, you got to get on the ancestry. Well, right. I mean, that was I'm not going to lie. That was more than a little confusing because we definitely identify as Greek. Right. We got to you know clear, got to clear that up. Mm-hmm. For all I know, I could be, you know, a king somewhere. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> nah, who knows? Um, yeah, I used to love going to family reunions, and you'd learn a lot about the family. But it seems like my generation. We don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, as the older people are dying off, we don't have those family reunions anymore. And we stay connected in different ways. I, I really think that sometimes social media and, and things like that could keep us, not that they truly take the place of those types of reunions, but mm. I don't need to go to a party in a hall somewhere to find out what my cousin's been up to because I see the pictures she posts every day. Yeah, but you do need to, you need to go down there. And, you need and to connect. Yeah, man. For sure. I mean, I get that, but I just, well, I mean, high school reunions, I don't, I don't think high school reunions are even. Yeah, that's not a thing. What they, I remember once were. one of the family reunions I went to, I met, I want to say a cousin, and his father was also a cousin, was the one who married my parents. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to get that on social media. Right. And, and like, that story just came about because we were in the same area and we were talking, and he was mm-hmm. like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's crazy. And I like, yeah, what you learn about other people when you're with the people who mm. knew them when. But we don't do it anymore. No. You know, that, you know, I used to, it's probably on hold forever now because of the pandemic, but I used to do uh, a family cruise every year. And that was born out of us not going to the family reunion. Mm-hmm. Like, we had, there was a family reunion that cost too much money, we thought, mm-hmm. <laughs> to go to, Charleston, South Carolina, and I remember telling my grandmother, well, we don't need 
to go to an organized family reunion to have a family reunion. We right. just go somewhere and invite the family. Right. And she said, good, you plan it. <laughs> and we did. And, and it went on for from like 2008 until 2019. Mm-hmm. And we'd have different family members. The only thing we required was we all sit down at dinner together. Mm-hmm. And you talk and, you know, fellowship. And that's good. That's mm-hmm. good stuff, man. That is for sure. And... I don't know, you know, I miss those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. We don't have them anymore. My dad was a storyteller. He was a Toastmaster and uh, uh, competed in different storytelling and speech-giving competitions. <laughs> you, need to, you need to, maybe in our group, post that Elvis story. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. I watched that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we got... I mean, his stories were always a little bit like tall tales with a hint of truth. Like they were inspired from something <laughs> true and sort of took on a life of their own. And and he, of course, told the same ones over and over. And I'm starting to lose them a little in my head. But the grandkids, I think, have they each have their favorites. And I want to find a way. I want them to write them down. I want to keep them. Yeah. We need to have them before they're, you know, before they fade away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, my dad was not a storyteller, but he was hilarious. Um, he used to always tell me when I was a teenager, I, I need to start saying this more to Anthony. He used to say the Hamptons had a family motto. Did I ever tell you that? <laughs> they said the Hampton family motto was, don't be an asshole. <laughs> and so That's a be, great motto. So we'd be places when I was, you know, 13, 14, and if I was getting out of hand, he would look at me and said, remember the motto. <laughs> He would do that all the time. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's fair. We have been atypical, the O'Leers, with our kids. We've always uh, had a line of communication or uh, the way we talk about things that other families don't. Yeah, I mean, and, everybody parents different, Yeah, you know? So we were... One night, the four of us, and Carolyn is probably still a little young for this. My dad would certainly think so, playing the the app-on-your-phone version of Apples to Apples, and it's called Evil Apples. What is that? It's just Apples to Apples is just a, just a funny comparison game. You put these cards together to come up with funny, absurd stuff. But oh, Evil okay. Apples is dirty. Not dirty, <laughs> but like adult. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's stuff about poop and uh, she's <laughs> trust me man they're in middle school they're hearing it all anyway yeah right and i'd just rather them hear it from us mm-hmm. <laughs> so one was particularly surprising that we had the audacity to say in the group of the four of us and carolyn was like well we're the O'Leers," <laughs> <laughs> and that has become our family motto <laughs> We're the O'Leers. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, so, so yeah, so uh, another couple of um, guests I'm hoping will join. I have a friend who has written a series of books about the um, difficult and complex relationships between mothers and daughters. Oh, that's a good one. Because mm-hmm. that is, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um I find mothers and daughters, uh, some, a lot, butt heads as the daughters get older. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, you know, I, I think a lot of times, in my house at least, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, a lot of communication gets lost. But I, but I also think, you know, 
It's not easy parenting. Mm-hmm. And kids sometimes think it is. And, you know, they seem to remember their childhoods a lot differently. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes. And I think mothers take a lot of the, a lot of brunt of that because a lot of times moms are out front. Mm-hmm. Um, and dads are not all the time. Dads very often get to be the fun one because they play. Yeah. Yeah. Dads play. They parent a lot through play. Yeah. You know, I don't think my kids would call me the fun one. <laughs> I don't. But I but I also think um, they think their mom is super tough on them. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's true, but there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to take a step back and think about what the reason for it is. And I'm not sure all these all, all, all kids do that. Yeah. Well, of course they don't. Yeah. And then they have kids. And then they look at us grandparenting, and they're like, Who are these people? Who are these people? <laughs> I, I look forward to the day, uh, hopefully for my son is in the far, far future, right? But I look forward to the day they have kids. I can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll do it differently than we did, and they'll do some things better than us. Absolutely. Um, and it I, can't I, get much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I say my kids are who they are despite who raised yeah, them. Yeah, exactly, right? it's not because of who raised them. <laughs> So, you know, and I hope they do, you know, I, I do things different than my parents. Um, it's not better or worse, but I do things different. And uh, some things I feel like I do better. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I can't wait. Um, I, I really, I really looking forward to Tiara having kids. <laughs> she want to have kids? I think, yeah, I, I believe okay. so. And uh, I just, <laughs> I want to see Tiara be a parent. Mm-hmm. And the style she'll parent, mm-hmm. and what she will allow and not allow. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Joseph has always wanted to be a parent. I mean, that's really pretty. The only goal that has been consistent in his life in his life from him is that he wants to be a parent. Oh man, he, he's gonna. I hope he's not telling the ladies that. <laughs> well, we've there has been conversation surrounding that, like son. <laughs> no. No. No, I didn't. It's no, a good no. goal for later. No, I just I didn't mean that. But I just, Let's not. Uh, yeah. I just meant, shoot, man. Ladies are looking for that. I, well, that's honestly, that's something that I've talked to him about quite a bit. Yeah, ladies are Listen, man, that, that, may not, that may not play great in high school, but you get 2021 20, and you're talking about, hey, you know, I've always wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, look in the way he looks. I don't think it, <laughs> I wouldn't even say that it doesn't play great in high school. We started having these conversations in middle school. I mean, his first girlfriend was great and you know sweet and gorgeous and all these things but also i think based on what i kind of know about where she comes from as we'll be looking for a way out of that Gosh. well mm-hmm. and so you know my cute smart basketball playing kid it could happen <laughs> i mean not in seventh grade but yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah. i mean hopefully not in seventh grade Please, Lord, no. <laughs> I mean, he did, you know, get his first hickey from that girl. So that, well, you know, <laughs> that was my fault, though. Yo, I never of, should have trusted them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, part of living here in a small town is that you can avoid that for a long time because mm-hmm. they can't go nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? Till they start driving or whatever. Like right now, you you got you you have a tremendous amount of control. Mm-hmm. You know, then they hit 16, and then you got, hey, listen, man. <laughs> well, you know, 18 has been something because truly 
you know, on paper, he's an adult or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I have wondered if we, how many of those, well, I'm 18, you can't tell me, but no, Joseph no, no, no. has far more respect for Joe and I than yeah, that. Because you know why though? Because you guys have always respected him. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, yes. So, my parents were the same way. Um, when I like so when I got eighteen, I wasn't really talking tough or nothing like that because they they never batted me down like when I was a kid. Like there was as I got older, I got more freedom and I was allowed to do more things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're not gonna have that issue with him. I mean, I even remember having to hide some of the music I listened to from my parents because they'd taken tapes or CDs away. Well, and it's just a little thing, but I remember saying to Joe, like, we're not going to do that to our kids. No, but I that, want, I'm not going to love their music, but I'm not going to make them. Yeah, but that's have a different. That's a different generation. Well, right. I'm not saying yeah. it even as a bad thing, but just yeah. little things that we made conscious decisions to because they they evolve yeah. into bigger things. It's so funny because like you and I are not that far off in age difference, right? Mm-hmm. But because my parents were 18, I remember I came home once from school and my dad was cleaning the house to freaking Snoop Dogg <laughs> ain't no fun <laughs> well it was probably more similar to the experience my oldest but my oldest brother had my parents at that young age right so like I'm not allowed to tell their age no no you know, we will, when they had we them, will but, not discuss that but it was it ended with a teen yeah <laughs> no so yeah you know my dad listened to Tupac and mm-hmm. And, and Biggie, and he, li- you know, my mom loves Tupac to this day, so I never had that experience. Yeah, you know, but yeah. yeah, I had to listen to my son's playlist yesterday, though. <laughs> no, he's like, Dad, can I listen to my playlist in your car? Yeah. Sure, because you know you want, but you want to bond with your son. Mm-hmm. It's like, sure. Yep. So you do. You suck it up, and you. And a oh, couple, okay. And a couple of those songs, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then Joseph will listen, he would listen to music with me, and he has a playlist on his Spotify that's old school that is music I played for him. Yeah, my son, he was listening to something the other day. I was like, yo, I am the one who showed you the song. No, TT did. Man, you don't drive in her car. She lived in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the songs are killing them in the car, and then mm-hmm. just put them on the story or. Doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that just shows you you're getting through. Yeah. You know, shows you you're getting through. You know, I, you know my, my wife always yells at me. You know, I was telling her the other day, I was like, yo, my son, you know, sometimes I get in my feelings with him. And I think, you know, my wife has said this and I'm starting to agree. Ebony said this and I, you know, me and my dad has such a good relationship. It was, um, it I haven't seen a father-son like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, part of that is the age. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we grew up together, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we had the same interests. We were like best friends. Mm-hmm. And so you want that with your son. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get it, though. Right. You know what I mean? And so she was telling me, like I was saying, how oh, well, I was in my feelings about something. I forget what it was. He said something to me. He hurts my feelings a lot. <laughs> but he's 13. He doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And I said something to her, and I was like, you know, yeah, I don't know if he likes me very much sometimes. And she was like, don't, don't be silly. <laughs> your son loves you. Mm-hmm. You just think you're going to have that same relationship with your dad, and, and you're not. Like, you know, 
you know, I'm probably a little more stricter than my dad was. Mm-hmm. When my dad was 18. Yep. When I had Anthony, I was whatever age. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was in my 30s when I had him. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, and then sometimes he'll show me, you know what I mean? Well, Ebony's not the only one that said that to you. Yeah, you said that too. <laughs> you did. A lot of people have said it. You said it. Um, I think my mom has said it at, at one point too. Mm-hmm. So, I had a great dad. I just want to be great too. You know, I want my kids to look back and say, "Hey, man, that was great." Mm-hmm. And Ebony said to me, "You know, the relationship I have with my dad, I actually have that relationship with Tiara, which is probably true." Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably true. Yeah. And who knows if if my dad would have had a little girl, maybe that would be the case. Mm-hmm. And he, and she said the um, the relationship me and Anthony have is kind of like what me and my mom might have. And me and my mom are close, mm-hmm. but sometimes you know we butt heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're close though, mm-hmm. so um, that might be true. You know, she's been around long enough to make that comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and another aspect of family that I know we plan to talk about, and we've had some conversations about some of our friends that might come on because we've created a a family of friends together here too. Yeah. You know, being an only child, right? Like your friends become family sometimes Mm -hmm. because I have three friends that I don't see as much anymore. Uh, three of my best friends and they're like brothers to me. Um, like when my dad died to it and flew down, hopped on a plane and flew down here. And I don't, you know, they're like brothers to me. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, so a lot of, the, and I choose my friends super, I, I don't, everyone is not my best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't talk to everybody about everything. Um, I've always been that way. You know, I like a lot of people. But I used to always say, you know, people used to say, oh, you're friends with this guy. And I used to say, nah, that person hasn't been at my house for dinner, and I haven't been to theirs. So, no, we're not friends. Um, those are people I consider friends. You know, people that I hang out, people I can trust. So not everyone's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, some people probably hearing this and say, oh, shit, I'm not Johnny's friend. <laughs> and you know what? You're right. <laughs> You're probably well, right. When I owned the studio, my partner used to say to me that I was really good at making our clients feel really important or feel really kind of under under the wing, really mm-hmm. close. She said, but you don't reveal yourself to any of them. Like, they think they do. They think that, you know. And I, I, I was pretty protective of, especially in that line of work when you're giving, giving, giving mm-hmm. so much. You got to hang on to something. Right. Um, doesn't sound like a compliment when I re-explain it, but she meant it like that. That I, I was good at creating these groups or these people who mm-hmm. sort of became teams and and training, doing stuff that's physical, especially when people are trying to make a change in their life. Mm-hmm. It becomes very mental as well and very emotional. There's a lot of stuff that has to click. Yes, yes, yes. On the inside, to you know, have stuff change and click on the outside. People shared a lot of stuff with me, and I didn't always share back. You know, because yeah, you can't give that much of yourself to everybody. Yes, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's funny because if you see me out and about, you would think I do. Mm-hmm. Because right. I'm a super 
Like, I like talking to everyone. Me I too. like talking. Yeah, me too. I mean, I got that from my grandfather and my father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but everybody is not my best friend. Right. And, you know, over the past couple of years, even even with social media, like, I don't, if you request me, I don't add you just because. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to have 2,000 friends right. on Facebook. Right. Like, I don't, I don't do that. And I don't want anybody to take it personal. I mean, it's not a personal thing, but that's where I share my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, if I don't feel you're worthy of that, I don't share that. Right. Because those are people I feel like are important. A lot of, I've shared a lot of my family stuff. Mm-hmm. So I got to feel like you're that important to me. Right. And I do still have a few people from that life back there that, you know, like I have a friend named Bridget who sends me funny things that she runs across that she knows we would both have laughed, you know, we oh, both she, laughed I, at together. I think she listens to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. commented. Yeah. And, you know, my friend Lee that we go see in the summer and things like that. So, you know, to not say all of my relationships were not, but you definitely have to hold something back. Yeah, and I... Everybody doesn't get every part of you. On every, in every stage of my life, I've picked up friends who I, who I consider family. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it's not everyone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not everyone. And I've had a few different significant groups of friends that we were family at the time. And, you know, you grow or you evolve or change or move or whatever. But, you know, like this group of girlfriends that I had just after I graduated college, we went on vacation together a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you can pick up where you left off. They're still family to me. My girlfriend, Mel, she lost her father a couple months ago and... I'm actually an asshole right now because she reached out and wanted to talk, and I was going through it's kind tough. of my hard weekends, that, and I couldn't do it yet. And yeah. I, I owe her. I, she needed me, and I wasn't there. No, so. but listen. So listen. What I what I found with that is that sometimes people are so quick to want to talk about their grief that it overshadows yours. So you might be right not to not to return that call right now. Yeah. Um. You gotta take time for yourself sometimes. I know. But I do love her very much, and, and I I don't know all the details. I feel like perhaps maybe she was surprised by it. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So I, I will. And then, you know, I uh, had a group of friends in high school that were family. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got, I got all that. And yeah. so I still have one or two from each group that are still with me. But our current group here, uh, Carolyn used to call us the basketball family or yeah. the B-fam. But yeah. even that's evolved into a... It's, we don't need the B. Yeah, it's blood in, blood out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> blood in, blood out. Well, and we trust each other with our kids. And yeah. And I think that's significant. That Listen, I still remember, you know, <laughs> Ebony is very protective with our kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiara probably doesn't remember now. She's, you know, Tiara just gotten older now. But Eb does not trust everyone Mm-hmm. with her kids period that's the end of that sentence mm-hmm. and i still remember being at whatever party we were at and and turning to joe hey do you think you'd be able to pick up anthony and me just thinking to myself what the <laughs> hell is going on <laughs> because she mm-hmm. had she hadn't mentioned it to me she hadn't said hey i was thinking about this you had already offered it mm-hmm. and i don't even know if she, I don't even know if she was there. I might have mentioned it to her, mm-hmm. but I didn't even like press it. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even say, "Hey, this is you want this to be an option." I just mentioned it to her, mm-hmm. 
And I remember, so I'm like, wow. So yeah, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. We do trust each other with our kids. Yep. Yeah. I mean, when in in ball, Joe Joseph took a year off of playing for you and your dad. Yeah. A season. A season. A season off. Mm-hmm. And then when he made the decision he wanted to go back, Carolyn wanted to come too. Um, for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Um, but uh, the way you, you know, well, you and Victor, I don't want to discredit Victor. At this, yeah. But the way you have taken her under your wing is, you know, you changed know, her life. You think so? I do. Oh, that's, that's. Um, I absolutely are do. Are you trying to make me cry on the podcast? <laughs> well, I've going? already cried once today. Like, um, that's. But it has. I mean, you don't see that? I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Carolyn has been searching for something for a long time. First, it was a best friend. That's kind of what the search um, fell under for a while. And she's tried a lot of different things, a lot of different activities, and hasn't found the thing that really drives her. Mm. And she's watched Joseph have this thing for a long time. And, uh, you know, she went to dance class for a couple of years, and that was fine. But she had more fun in my Zumba classes, she said. Or, you know, just she ran for a while. She had a couple of years of Girls on the Run, and that was fine. But it wasn't mm-hmm. the sisterhood that she was looking for. Right. And then when she made the move to the – and when she started in the Knicks, I will say uh, Fitz was very tenderhearted with her, regardless of how yeah. anything played out. He – he looked out for her because he knew she was very shy about playing on a co-ed team. Mm-hmm. Most girls are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had played with girls at Upward and say what you, I mean, it's Upward, upward yeah, yeah. right? Uh, and so that was very nice, the way he looked out for her like that. But then when she came to the prospects and started to have confidence in what she was doing and finding that it was her love of doing all this not trying to just replicate what we have with joseph right uh you helped light that fire you absolutely did and you gave her something that she really cares about well (laughs) i don't know what to say um i just try to do what i do you know like so i think that losing her grandfather would have been very different without being a prospect really why do you say that because she gets up and goes to practice Mm. Well, she would. She moves her body. She, yeah. She gets up and goes, and and she gets up and goes. Yeah, but that could have been on an eighteen, though. I don't have much to do with that. You know. I think what I think. I said what I said. <laughs> hey, listen, you would know more. <laughs> I said what I, I said. enjoy, Miss Carolyn, Miss mm-hmm. C, as I call her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I enjoy talking to her. Enjoy coaching her. Um. As I've told her and you, she's like a player my dad would have absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. She continues to get better. Um, she works hard at it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Victor and I have something to do with that. But mm-hmm. like I always said, you can't get better if you don't work. Mm-hmm. So Victor and I can tell you what to do till you we're blue in the face. And we would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we absolutely would. But um, without them actually doing the work, mm-hmm. nothing happens. And so she's done the work. Yeah. And and when you become good at basketball or any sport really, right? Other people know it. And it brings you a community you never knew existed. Absolutely. And that is probably what also she's experiencing. Mm-hmm. 
because while a lot of these boys always look down to girls, they know she's one of the best girls in the league. Mm-hmm. How about you? They know that. They may not think she's as good as the boys, but if they're going to pick a girl, it's going to be her. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So they know that. You know? Mm-hmm. And like some of the best players in the league have told me that mm-hmm. specifically. So that's my girl. Yeah, man. Yeah. She's got big things in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not surprised people are talking to her. I knew that was going to happen. I, knew, <laughs> I know. I, I, I knew. went right over to Eric. I, I said, knew. I hear you were talking to my girl. And he knew. We talked after that next championship list, mm-hmm. whenever, whenever mm-hmm. that was. And yeah. So he knew who I was, and I knew who he was. And, but he said, don't worry, Mom. She shot me down. Flagler United is a new kind of travel basketball experience for male and female athletes ages 8 to 18 here in Flagler County and beyond. For kids looking for quality coaching, ethical mentorship, competitive play, and a sense of unity in the community, look no further than Flagler United. To learn more about the program, check out their videos on Facebook and Instagram or visit flaglerunited.org. Tryouts are happening now for our summer season. And if you or your business is looking for a great sponsorship opportunity, Flagler United would love to work with you. Please email Coach Johnny at flaglerunited at gmail.com and he'll give you all the details. Flagler United. Together we play. United we ball. But yeah, you know, so for me, you know, a lot of a lot of friends are family to me because of being an only child, mm-hmm. because I don't have those siblings, mm-hmm. you know. Um, my wife is a little bit different. She is much more guarded mm-hmm. um, with, when it comes to her friends because she has her sisters. She yeah. don't need them. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you know, she's got her sisters and she's got a brother. She doesn't necessarily need that. You know, you don't know she has a brother? Ebony has a brother? Yeah, she's got a brother. He was here. He came when Bubby passed away. Yeah, she, he's got a, she's got a brother. Yeah, named Aaron. Well. Yeah, see, you learn you something new every day. Something it's a good thing day. we did family season three. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't he, know that I've ever heard her reference her brother. Wow, never? He never she never talks about Aaron? She's going to have to Sorry, account. Sorry, Aaron, if she's you're go- listening. She's going to have to account for that. <laughs> I know, maybe I should... I should edit this part out. Yeah, nah, I mean, Aaron, and it's not a brother like she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Like we used to see. Older or younger? I used to see. Oh, younger, younger. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the youngest. Okay. Oh. Yeah, so he's younger than Velvet. Um, All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We used to see him every Sunday. He used to always go to Bubby's house for dinner. Uh-huh. Yeah, he looks just like a father too, boy. Really? Looks a lot like, like their dad. They all do, though. You know, I mean the ones who I've only seen that yeah. one photo on Yeah, Facebook. so Aaron, I thought I know we we have to have pictures of Aaron at the house. I got this. Yeah. Alright. Well <laughs> he's a funny dude. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. So I have three brothers but felt only childish somewhat because I never lived in the house with my oldest brother. I mean he's seventeen years older than I or mm. fifteen years older than I something, you know. Um and I'm not really close with any of them um but then things happen and i realize i very much have siblings like when my father passed away i I can't imagine being the only one 
having to navigate that alone, even uh, with the drama or the things that come up that I had, uh, I was happy that I wasn't handling a lot of things on my own. Yeah. So, you know, we had Charles Yarborough on the show, right? Mm -hmm. He came on one of our cruises one year mm -hmm. and me and him were talking and he was thinking about having another child, but he wasn't sure. And I don't, they haven't. So, but he asked me, I think, and I think his wife was there too. Mm -hmm. And we, we were just sitting on a little deck chilling. And he Your was, umbrella drink. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he was like, hey, you know, how is it being an only child? And I said to him, when you're young, it's great. Because um, regardless, like, you know, I, I wasn't spoiled or anything like that. But, you know, you get all, you get all your parents' attention, the mm -hmm. grandparents, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, right? But as you get older, yeah. um, when, it, when you have, it only falls to you. Your parents only trust you. Mm -hmm. That gets tougher. Um, and it's not that my parents are they're like, they're not burdens or anything like that. Mm -hmm. They weren't. My dad was never a burden to me. My mom is not a burden to me. She doesn't call me as much as she should, actually. <laughs> um, I'm always on her about that. But, you know, I'm the only one. Mm -hmm. um, so when it came, when it came, when my dad passed away and it came to the insurance and making sure my mom was situated and all that kind of stuff. I was the only one. Mm -hmm. I couldn't share it with anybody. Mm -hmm. And that's when it gets tough, when you get older. And also because, like, when my mom passes away, who will I talk to about how our family was? Mm -hmm. You know, some people can talk, you know, Eb can talk to her sisters about, remember mommy this? And mm -hmm. Remember this? Remember that? I won't have anyone to talk to about that. Yeah. It will just be me alone with my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> I understand. You know what I mean? So, yeah, being an only child has has benefits and drawbacks. But that's like anything in life, right? It's like anything in life. I know, my brothers and I could be slugging it out. Who knows? Right. No, nah, you, you know. I don't think we will. No. No, no I, it'll be interesting, you know, based on a little bit about what you know about my situation. I have one brother who's incarcerated. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that has an impact. And I have one brother that I really don't have any relationship with at all, which has an impact in all this. And then I have one brother who he and I have always been able to uh, come together when we needed to. This time seems to be sticking, which is huh. nice. It's well, nice to have a brother. Yeah, I mean, listen, that is, you know, it's a traumatic event. Mm -hmm. Like, even when you expect it it still is a traumatic event yeah um you know I, I often think about and i've said this on the podcast and i say it a lot would it have been better to know and my dad be sick and be there or is it better to just get that call like i did mm -hmm. and i don't think it, either way either way it's just different mm -hmm. not it's not different it's not better it's just different and so when that happens uh, two things can happen. You either come together or you come apart. Mm -hmm. and, and you and your brother seem to come together, mm -hmm. which is good. Yeah, I'll take it for sure. <laughs> and I think, too, though, Joe won't really indulge me in this, and I don't mean it to be self-indulgent, but I realize now where maybe I wasn't as good as I could have been when he lost his mom because I was still thinking about it from an intellectual place and not a place of any real experience. His mom was ill, and she didn't want to fight it she was ready to just 
have her kids next to her and let go. Yeah, he told me that. Mm-hmm. That is not what I experienced with my dad. But um, even so, uh, um, I thought, I kind of saw the peace in it or maybe the relief in it for her. Right. I didn't understand the finality of it. Mm. But now you do. And now I do. Yeah, I mean. We've had some pretty uh, nice, in a, if you can call it nice, but some good uh, moments since then, kind of reconnecting about his mom, too, because I didn't get it. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Losing a parent is tough. And I've been, you know, I, I've been told that before, but uh, until you experience it, mm-hmm. is is the range of emotions you feel daily, weekly, monthly, I mean, yearly. It's the person that has known us since we were born. Yeah. So. Yeah, and some of the messages I receive from friends, even, you know, just on Facebook. Somebody that I knew in college that I was friends with in college, and you know we like each other's pictures of each other's kids, but he welcomed me to the club, and it sounds flip, but the way he wrote this very thoughtful, loving message because he had lost both his parents within I think a year of each other, um, it was just really nice. Yeah, because they understand. Because they get it. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And in that in that regard, uh, you know, I'm kind of happy that. Uh, I lost a parent first. Like we lost Ebb's dad, not too, too. But I understood, mm-hmm. you know. I, I know now. Like it's mm-hmm. a tough thing, and uh, yeah, I'm still dealing with it. I, know, I always, probably, always will be. I mean, well, we always will be. How could we not? How, yeah. I can't imagine now a time where I'm not gonna have a thought or a memory about my dad when I see something in my kids or my grandkids. That's the toughest part. Um, like seeing, especially. Now, seeing Anthony play so well, mm-hmm. and him not being here to see it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you know, if he makes the high school team, and I always say if because you never know, him not being there to see him yeah. play a game, and mm-hmm. we used to talk, and I used to say that you like you gotta take care of yourself, don't you? Oh, I'm gonna see him in high school, son. I'm gonna see him, and now he's not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's a void that can't be filled. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yesterday when he's playing in that game for the Wolverines, <laughs> and, he, and he's scoring all those points against a team that has JV players. Mm-hmm. They couldn't stop him. Mm-hmm. He was doing whatever he wanted to do. Yep. And, you know, you, you know, it's like, man, I wish he was here to see this. Mm-hmm. Because everything he wanted for him seems to be coming. Mm-hmm. Everything seems to be coming. Yeah. So. Yep, and I get that. Yeah. I get that. So, yeah, you know, I can imagine it's the same for you. So, you know, Mm -hmm. Joseph plays senior night and plays his last game. He's got his last playoff game. game. Yeah, or the the Flagler United game where she's playing with all girls and she's starting and she's Mm -hmm. bringing the ball up and all that kind of stuff. Like, he would have loved that. He would have loved it. Yep, and she... uh, notices his absence after experiences like that when she would normally come home and text him. And, uh, yeah, that's tough. She will sometimes start to try to go down that road of, oh, I wish I wouldn't have gotten, I wish I would have spent more time, I wish I wouldn't have gotten nah, impatient can't. with this or that, you know, and I, I shut it down really quick. But, nope, nope. 
Nope. Because nope. that's normal kid stuff. Yes. Then you're expecting yourself to be 20 years old? The grandkids growing up and evolving and whatever. He but, was not at home sad, wishing that his dose was, you know. Yeah, they understand. They get it. Right, yeah. because they, they've been through it. Yeah. They've had kids of their own. So they understand that, you know. And, you know, she's young, though. You know, for me, I squeeze everything I could out of a relationship with my dad. Mm -hmm. So no regrets, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, my son, he was young. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Tiara got the best the, the best mm -hmm. out of that deal. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he doesn't say much about it. He doesn't say much about anything no he's like his mom in that regard mm -hmm. like they keep he he keeps his emotions uh pretty close i worry about him with that mm -hmm. but you know you and my wife once again have told me he is who he is so just let him rock i've mm -hmm. been doing a little bit more of that mm -hmm. but uh, i posted something on snapchat which i don't normally do um it was like a i don't know it was a picture of my me and my dad a good one my mom has it and um, I'm young, and we're in Flushing, Queens, and he has his arm around me, and I look so happy. I, he must have just mm -hmm. came home from work or something. And I said, I wish you were here, and my, and my son replied to the story, same. <laughs> and that's about what I get from him, you know what I mean? But like, it's a lot. Yeah, but it's a lot. It, it's the same equals I miss him too, yeah. and I wish he was here too. And, you know, so, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I worry about him with that because – the basketball was so connected to his grandfather, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, like I said, he doesn't talk about it a lot. Yeah. I don't think he talks about it with anyone because I've checked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, he's doing okay. He's doing great. Yeah. <laughs> Sue is a big fan of Anthony. I am a big fan of Anthony. <laughs> Not just because he wore a maze jersey <laughs> yesterday. I was a fan before. Yeah, he came over to me and said, hey, um. I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be a Wolverine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm gonna play with them. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I assumed that Joe had asked him. Mm -mm. He offered, and I snatched that right up. <laughs> yes, son. I am not the coach, nor do I pretend to be one. But yes, you can play with our team today. <laughs> our team that was missing its top three players all at the same time. Yeah, I mean. And you know, like, and then he scored seventeen of our twenty-one points. <laughs> Thank you, son. Here's some skittles. <laughs> Anything you want. Yeah, Fitz came over. And he, he was like, uh, I was like, Anthony's playing. He's like, Yeah. I said, It's not gonna be a forfeit. It's like, No, no, no. They they're down three players. I was like, Okay, cool. I was like, Okay. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. You know, he, you know, <laughs> he got a game. Enjoys telling me to shush when I'm not coaching. I said, <laughs> I said something to him. He put, his, he put his finger up to his lips, told me to be quiet. I, you need to cut more. Okay, I'm not. You're not listening. That's <laughs> what it is. So yes, so season three will be an exploration of family, and yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I I'll, think we've got some the potential for some great guests again. Mm -hmm. Some great topics. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think you know. I'm sure everybody's dying to meet Joe and Ebony. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I would think. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll have to... Ebony's a force, you guys. Yeah, we're going to turn the levels of the mic down when she... <laughs> <laughs>
it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I hope she, you know, she's nervous about coming on. Mm-hmm. but Well, it's, I get it, because she'll have to reveal a bit of herself, and that's not nah, her. I mean, not really. I mean, oh, come on, we sit here, we talk. Yeah, I mean, but she don't got no, you know, I don't know. So, you know, we'll see. Listen, I'm a very thought-provoking and probing interviewer. I get <laughs> answers to things. Yes. To the questions everybody has in their head. Yes, Palm Coast Oprah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Now, maybe we can have her and Joe on the same day. Mm-hmm. And they can yell at each other. <laughs> they like each other, though. Yeah, yeah. They join forces sometimes. <sighs> yeah. And then we don't stand a chance. Yeah. Eb <laughs> joins forces with everybody. She's, yeah, man, she was killing me last night. <laughs> I was like, Eb, like, I'm not going to do this. You should. <laughs> well, well, we might not need to talk about that yeah, on the podcast. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm we'll not We'll see doing what it. happens there. Yeah. <laughs> see More how to all, come. You got to see how it all shakes out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, listeners, we hope that you will enjoy us for uh, another great examination of what I think will be a really interesting topic over the next few weeks. Um, Until then, you can find us on Facebook at the Strongly Worded Podcast Group. Uh, If you're not already a member, please click and join. Um, You can find us on Instagram at the Strongly Worded Pod. Our website is thestronglywordedpod.com. Of course, we're on Twitter at the Strongly Worded Podcast. P. Yes, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny, it's good to be back in the chair again. Thanks for giving me some time off that I needed to clear my head. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. I, you hadn't mentioned the podcast, and I, me and Joe were playing golf one of those Sundays or Saturdays, and I said to him, I'm, I'm not mentioning it at all. He was like, yeah. It's like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because... I think the comment was something like, because she always talks about the podcast, yeah. so if she's not... Yeah, she, that, that's, exactly, that's what I said to her. I said, yeah. she talks about the podcast a lot, mm-hmm. and she hasn't mm-hmm. in a couple... And it had been some days, mm-hmm. and I was like, I know. Yep. I was like, yeah. But that's all right. We're back in action now. back in the saddle. Yeah. And I'm excited to, to do this. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we will be coming at you next week with our first episode on family. Yeah. All right. This strongly worded podcast is written and produced by Johnny Hampton and Sue O'Lear. Music production and vocals by Marshall Max Lamont Hamilton and cover art 